Okay, welcome to the June Amateur Radio Club meeting for W6AGO. Our big thing this week was Field Day. But before we get into Field Day, we have some information about our Christmas party. Um, uh, Don Hall has stepped back from Ham Club a bit. His work, his work stuff has changed, and so he can't. He's not happy with how much he can put into Ham Club. So um, Don uh, Bob Lanahan has took over the Christmas party organi- organizing, and the Proud Bird is booked. And since Proud Bird made a mistake, we get a free appetizer. Otherwise, it's same same thing as last year is what we're planning. If you have any suggestions, let us know. Of any changes you would like for, since since tell Bob I can't do that you can't. And we know about you. Okay. We know about your your diet, that, and that's fine. We'll take care of that. It didn't did work out last year, did it? I mean, they were. Yeah, I didn't was, take last year. So. Was your was what they gave you <laughs> adequate? It was fine. Okay. It was the main thing I was thinking of. Yeah, that's that's we understand that. Okay, um, we had field day on um, Saturday, June twenty third. Um, this is I've had this up for several months, but this is what field day is. The goal is to work as many stations as possible on any and all amateur bands, excluding those, and to learn to operate in abnormal conditions in less than optimal. Abnormal situations as in optimal conditions. And we did it on the parking structure. Here's our report. First part of the report. These were the people that came. Um, Clark came mostly for setup and teardown. Uh, I brought my son Jesse. Bob was there. Andrew. Steve Smith and Andrew DeMitt and Andre brought uh, three teenagers from some school that he works with, Hawthorne or something. I'm not sure which school it is. We set up um, the BHF uh, on a 10-foot mast strapped to a column. We had three HF antennas going. The buddy pole, I used that. we for the third guide point we used my my parked my car and used that for the the crank IR. They did the counterpoise eventually to the ca- to the traffic cone. At first I thought you had the counterpoise on two different spots and then ended up doing it to, to, to just yeah, we had a right angle to the wall and it didn't do it didn't the ground so well. work so well so we straightened it out. Okay. Um, and then we did the soda beams band hopper on top of the light pole. And um, how did that go? Did that, that it seem good? I, very little difference was detected between that and using the buddy pole. The twenty meter vertical, I got about the same distance and about the same reports and stuff. Next year, I think I want to do a. Um, Either an FT9 or FT8 broadcast, and go to the mapper. What's it called? PF. PF mapper. Keep your suggestions. We have a, a suggestions page. We'll oh, you need in. to use the yeah. uh, RBN. Just yeah, right. CQ and Morse code a couple of times. Exactly. 
Yep. You don't need that. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Um, field day radio setup. We had the the Kenwood TMD710G for the VHF. I used the Kenwood TS690S. It seemed to work fine. Um, I did the foot switch and headphones and like that, and Bob used the KX3. We had a Morse code chart and a Morse code practice key for the education table. And Jesse played with that for a while. He learned how to do his, his name in Morse code. Here's some of the pictures. Oh, I don't even remember that. This is pulling out the, the generator from the truck at the top of the park structure. And we put it in the corner over there. There's the generator all hooked up. And then you see that's the VHF is that first. This one's the VHF, um, and it's pipe clamped around that pole. This is the... No, strap clamped. Strapped, yeah, strapped there. And this is the, the buddy pole here, and that's the... Um, the crank tire over there, and the buddy pole has one of its guy points is my left front tire. And but then it's a pipe clamp over there and a pipe clamp over there. Those work good for clamping to random spots on the wall. These are the teenagers that came with Andre um, from the school that he works with, and we had our our solar panel set up charging battery. And there's the that's the buddy pole again, and the and the crank iron in the background. And um, this one, you can see some of the in the foreground. You see the this is the soda beam coming down from this pole. It's actually at the top of this pole. And see how it changes color. That's where it goes from the wire to the to the support. And that's one of the little points where you can make it from a 20 meter to a 40 meter dipole. Um, and here we get a movie. Let's see if this movie works. That's what you want That's to do. Gotcha. Just type Skype right there. Type Skype. Yeah, I forgot. I started everything else, but I forgot the Skype part. Judy, can you hear us? Judy, sorry I'm late. 
Okay, we saw you uh, signed into the. Yeah, I, I've got a telecon at noon, so I okay. didn't want to. Okay, well, let's go now. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Here. Sorry. I forgot that. So that was my first shot over the thing, and it didn't work, but the next one will. Okay. What do you, uh, what's the This is the antenna launcher. I know. What's the projectile? It's a one ounce weight, one ounce lead weight. On a line, fishing, on a fishing line. line, essentially. So, so you don't hit balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are no cars over there. Oh well, yeah. The, but the, like, the tennis ball. balls. It comes with tennis balls or the lead weight. Yeah. Would you pick tennis balls or lead weight? Lead weight. It's easier to go in the pocket. Is that a uh, club asset? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Somebody told us those wrist rockets are illegal in California. The what? The wrist rockets are illegal in California. Everything's illegal in California. Yeah, sure. yeah. Wouldn't be It's got the uh, fishing uh, uh -huh. on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I brought it to one of the previous meetings. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm reeling it in. And he's trying to find the ball. Jesse's, Jesse's going over to get show him where the ball is. So that's the sodium beam's length dipole. Uh-huh. Yeah. The band hopper. Yeah. The 20 and 40 is what we got. And I left it on the 20 because yeah. he, he was on 40 and it worked fine. Can you see it, Judy? I don't know if she can hear us. Let's see. Uh, I don't know if she can hear the room. <clears throat> but the moral of the story is we can use those poles as antenna masts going forward with wire antennas, which is <laughs> way works. simpler. Uh, set up and tear down. It's just like, yep. you're done. Yeah. Well, it takes some, because what I did was I shot it over that way, then we we reeled over the the, the light line, mm. and then we pulled back the heavier line to pull the antenna. Still, though, I mean, it's, it's, it's relatively... Uh, it doesn't get wrapped around or anything, does it? Just, no. It just goes straight across. 
And so, I mean, the, the like light poles are easy because there's like there's two lights here, and then it's lower, and there's a gap. Yes. You're like shooting into a, a, a horseshoe, upside down horseshoe. And the lights captured. It was daytime when you operated, so yeah. no interference with the lights. However, come up if you try to stay there overnight. Well, it's my frequency. What? Well, I mean, you might get common mode on that. I mean. Depending, uh, those are probably sterile sodium, sodium vapor lights. No, the, no, they're all LED. They oh, are LEDs. Oh, okay. They're all LEDs. The whole company's got LED now. Well, in that case, no worries. Well, the ones on top of the uh, military's parking garage are <coughs> the noisiest things I've ever heard. The, right. And even the ones. Oh, so here's, here's the, okay, so here's some duty talking to you. Yeah, but that's military because you know they're back still in the seventies. You know. Well, but they—I ju- mean—they just built that parking garage, um, right? Th- like three years ago. Right. So but, before. Yeah. but you still have to get the okay for LEDs. <laughs> Just before four o'clock, 
last contact. We got about pretty even between the stations. 10, 10 contacts on 40, 11 on 20, 11 on 2 meters. And that was all of our contacts. Um, those are all the places. You send me the ADIF, I'll uh, upload it to Logbook to the world. Huh? If you send oh, me I'm the gonna, I'm going to. Oh, for. For Logbook of the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Um, that's the map of the places we contacted. So, furthest I would say was either Hawaii or, oh, or Canada, whichever you think, or maybe Maryland. <coughs> Hawaii is further. Yeah, Hawaii. We got some feedback from uh, about how to do the VHF. This is what the, the setup that he used on the VHF. Steve did. Um, and that's his method. Go to the calling frequency and dwell. Listen to the traffic. Start jotting down call signs. Copy everything down beforehand, and then you break in with your call sign. And you already have their, their stuff. And just tell them what your um, exchange is. Works well. This is what Bob sent me. I don't know what this means. <laughs> so look at the uh, SWR there on the left. Yeah, it's kind it was, of it's pretty ratty, and we didn't know what we were doing with the step IR. The um, the um, you you reel it out until the little tape comes up. It shows you the distance. Well, we reeled it, reeled it, reeled it. We saw the blue tab. We could, we never found the violet tab. And it turned out it got stuck on the top. Mm. So long story short, I found the violet tab, pulled it out, read the instructions. Kurt said, hey, this is how you do it. We then pulled the ground plane out the right distance, and that's what we got at 40 meters. We finally got a good, clean, relatively clean uh, SWR. Very good. Um, lessons, practice with the radios beforehand. Try CW and digital modes as well. Have a planned lunch break and club provided food. That might even get more people to come. Um, need proper cable for the, that's for the VHF one to do digital. Yeah, so we should make it so everybody can hook up to their Hook up computers. Bring that. When I was my add-on is bring snap circuits. I have a whole bunch of snap circuits at home I could have brought for the education table because I went to my other club. That's what they had for the education table, and it works great because you can just make electronic circuits. The kids can, and it's all built in the box. All the parts are there and everything. Um, and that's it. And what what do you want to add as suggestions for the future? Anybody? Shoot, I was saying one before. What was it? <laughs> That's you, what it already, you, wanted to, you wanted to use PSK Recorder. So yes, PSK Recorder but, to check. But you got to have digital modes uh, you know, to, to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, but you can always just use the reverse beacon network. All you have to do is send CQ a couple of times and it'll... It'll find you too. It'll hear you. Yep. But it'd be good... Just to know if you're getting out. Yes. And so let's do the digital as well. And what's the best way to listen to your sound quality at a distance? Get on the internet and use SDR. Uh... Somebody's talking. Hello, can you hear me? One new message. <coughs> okay. Read it. 
Judy says I couldn't hear anything via the computer sound either, but the charts are very interesting. That is weird. We're not coming through. And that person uh -oh. gave up. Yeah. Um, can you go to the sound thing on the right, Kurt? Bottom right, right click it and hit properties. Yeah. Uh, open volume mixer. I'm sorry. Well, that works too. So Passing see. Passing in the internal microphone seems to be working. Yeah, but it's not very good. We need we need an external mic next time. I think. You can hit properties. See if the gain's all the way up. Oh, there's the problem. Well, you see it? Yes, I do okay. What happened? What, what do you see? Now it should hear us in the room. See it? Go back to that thing. Okay, it was way down on the uh, turn. You can see that. Testing one, two, can you hear me? Do that again, Kurt. Testing one, two. Amazing. Now turn up the volume for her. Did you try to talk? Tell me this is communication story. Is the volume up on the laptop? Yeah, it's all the way up. Hello? Whatever. We'll do the phone bridge next time. Sorry. Anyway, besides learning how to do Skype for audio. Any other suggestions? I'm going to um, review all 11 messages with the club and draft them before the meeting, just so I know they got them right. Because when it came to the day of, and I'm typing it up, I wasn't exactly sure on some of the things we should send. We got 100 points if we send it to the SM, right? Mm -hmm. well, that that message. I don't know if I had that message 100% crafted, so I'll send it to you guys. And then we have to do 10 individuals for another 100 points total. So. What I saw, uh, I went to my other club afterwards, the South Bay Amateur Radio Club. I saw their message, and they just said, um, we're having a great time at field day. Yes, and we're, have to be the, we're, one, one we're X and X club. And we're having a great time at field day. It's, we're set it's up at times. simple. I mean, it just has to leave the site digitally. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And the, the there content were three of the things, message is very, very minor. There were three things that should be in the SM. The club, whether you have any race participation, and how many visitors. Well, races. Yeah, races. That's, and that was easy. I got that part fine. <laughs> so, um, oh, so I was uh, out of town for the play, so I went to uh, field day where I grew up in southern Illinois, and um, they had, uh, they were three Alpha Illinois, so they had three HF stations and a get-on-the-air station, so they had four total HF stations, uh, one of which was part-time on six meters, uh, and then they also had a VHF station for messaging. Um, their messaging was pretty much what you described. It was just really basic. They just they Googled the name of the person who was there supposed to send a message to and sent it on the spot, and uh, so that was pretty pretty rudimentary. They they had someone sitting at the get on the air station 
constantly and like as people would come in they'd invite them to to operate and uh, so that was really really seemed to work well uh, they had a lot of they set up in a public park so they get a lot of uh, visitors and such um, which is cool um, the two of the HS stations were dedicated which I thought was very odd they dedicated them to, to, to attempting to use FT8 on field day uh, which is not a mode set up for field day exchange because it's got the automated very hard. responses so every time you've got to reset your message every, every QSO uh -huh. um, which they did and they made a handful of contacts but uh, it, it seemed to be pretty cumbersome uh, the way it's currently set up, which is what I would have expected, um, but they really went whole hog uh, trying to get that to work. Uh, so interesting to observe. Was it crowded the other building? FT8? No, you know it wasn't. Uh, Twenty meters was you know, there was plenty of room to find a place to go. Um, so so it was interesting to watch them try to struggle through that, and I was just like, have fun. <laughs> so uh, I that was my first field day. <coughs> Attempting Morse code uh, day of, um, I, I did fairly well. I think I got a dozen, fifteen contacts or something uh, for them, and you know they count for three times as much as regular contacts. So it's worth it, I guess. Uh, was it? This is twice. This is two points. So so fantastic. Um, but none of the rest of them. They had zero code operators. Oh really? Uh, otherwise, so I'm uh, happy to happy to help. Um, and it also, of course. When you're doing Morse code, uh, you know it draws all the attention uh, a bit because they're like, someone's actually able to do that. That's insane. Um, so uh, I spent most of my time explaining how it all works. That's okay. Are you allowed to cheat and do uh, computer-aided Morse code? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, although I did not. That, that's not cheating. That's not. That's, that's called uh, modern practice. <laughs> so so I use the decoder here in the in the meat computer and uh, it's dodgy but uh, I mean it's the same thing as in voice you you hear them exchange a couple of times you get their call sign in their exchange and all you have to do is send yours and you're done and like you know the hardest part was not sending my own call sign <laughs> so so it worked out uh, they had uh, they you know they were in a public park which has a community building so house lights uh, so they were inside the building had air conditioners very nice. Uh, all the radios and every, all the gear was powered by the generator right outside, but you know the refrigerator and the, everything else was not. Uh, and it was it was really slick back when I was there. You know, in the '90s, uh, playing with them, they operated out of a, a trailer, which was you know musty and uh, and uh, musty and crusty. But uh, I'm, I'm sorry, team. Like, who were you? Uh, so I, I went back to Illinois, where I oh, oh, from where I used okay. to used to operate when I was a kid, and. Um, so I was just kind of giving a, a bit of a report of uh, their operations. So, so, but it was uh, it was good times, and uh, you know they they worked 24 hours. So I didn't get there, I didn't get an outbrief because I had to leave the next day. I went to my um, other ham club, the South Bay Amateur Radio Club, after ours because we shut down around four o'clock, and we were out of here before five-ish. Around five as we were out, um, so I went there and had dinner. Actually, I had ordered my dinner with them because they pay for your dinner there. And I helped. I did some VHF contacts there, um, but it was good. And they they had a guy that does code, and he gets like uh, 
Oh, right. a lot of the, they'll have a lot of people come in the, the daytime and do the phone and stuff, and he'll stay overnight, and he gets like three times as many points because he's just yeah. knocking out the horoscope. Well, Hmm? Have been a link to pictures from the. Uh, <clears throat> from what? From. Ooh, is it still there? What are you doing? What do you want to do? A link. Uh, if I get this down. What do you want to do? Get that to me. Go ahead. What do you want to do? A new web page? Yeah. Were you there by accident in Illinois? Or what? what? Uh, it was my 20-year high school reunion. Congratulations. Yeah, so, and I also had a business trip in D.C. on Monday, so I was like, ooh, so Aerospace will pay for me to go the rest of the way to D.C. Right. and then home. Right. Uh, I can't pass it up. So. And, and it's field day. So, <laughs> so you made a stop in Illinois? Yeah, yeah. well, Illinois is, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, flew, I mean, you can't drive, you didn't drive. No, 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 I flew to yeah. right. St. Louis, and I drove over. Oh, St. Louis, like, what well, are, are we relating uh, your experiences? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what did you do? Um, um, I was. You need to introduce uh, yourself. Uh, my name is Michael Gorlick and uh, KF6 and Victor. And my field day uh, experiences was with uh, Whiskey Six, Tango Romeo Whiskey, uh, W6TRW in uh, Friendship Park in San Pedro, overlooking the port of Los Angeles. As a superb, that's a superb site. We ran a, a seven alpha station. I was uh, doing 20 meters with uh, Dave Hunky. Oh, Dave Hunky. Yes. So you might have talked to me because I got TRW. <laughs> um, yes, yes. And so if you did, if you were doing 20 meter voice, the chances were excellent that you were. I was working at the station. At that okay. Yeah. Um, that was just a that was a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, uh, W6TRW really builds an excellent seven alpha station. Mm -hmm. And so we were running, um, and I've worked with them before in the past. Um, so we were running a, a three-element beam on a 40-meter crank-up tower at, at 100 watts. Uh, we basically dominated any portion of the band that we chose <laughs> to drop in on. Uh, and I'm not quite sure of the total number of contacts. I think but we ran full 24 hours. Um, Dave uh, did mostly CW. I did mostly voice. Uh, we got a total of, I think, 1,170 contacts over the course of 24 hours. Uh, one third of that was in CW. Two thirds of that was in voice. We were running, we were consistently running rates of about 80 contacts per hour. Nice. Um, Dave at one point was running a rate of 180 contacts per hour. In CW. Oh, Dave's just amazing. Dave's CW. I work with him, so he never told me this. Oh, oh, I work with oh, Dave Conkey all the time. He never told me the secret. Oh, 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 yeah. The secret oh, thing about him. Oh, wow. he's he's just astonishing. Wow. Oh my gosh! I just it's talked like to him yesterday. It's like he's got another brain that's wow. been that's been oh, gosh, uh, patched into the bottom of his spine. I've actually, uh, he and I have done a lot of the HF UHF con uh, mountaintop contesting together, and I've actually watched him do. Uh, Sideband and code simultaneously. Um, let's see, band conditions were surprisingly good. I, we didn't expect very much, but they were they were, uh, they were very strong, extremely active on the band. Um, Sunday morning was pretty slow, but it picked up in the last two hours or so. Oh, 
Oh, I think the thrill for me was um, very late um, Saturday evening. Um, I'm just sitting there, kind of, you know, working the band, minding my own business, and all of a sudden, um, I'm hailed by Moscow. Yeah. Romeo 3 Delta Echo. Absolutely loud and clear. Said he just wanted to stop by and say hello. Yeah, but the soccer matches? No, score did a score? Yeah, no, no, nothing of that sort. He just happened putting us up on the band. Uh, Dave uh, worked, um, worked Hawaii and um, Australia. Um, Sydney, I think, if I recall correctly. So those were our, um, our DX contacts. Um, I was surprised nothing from Mexico, but we didn't have the beam porting in that direction. I still should have heard them off the back of the beam, but uh, didn't pick up anything at all. Um, our coverage was pretty uniform over over the U.S., with the exception of reaching up into the far uh, far northeast. I think I might have got word the main station and the New Hampshire station, but those that was that was a comparative rarity. Um, a lot into Western Canada late into the day as the Terminator was moving um, was moving westward, and also uh, Sunday morning um, I was picking up some fairly decent uh, you know Western Washington, Eastern Washington, mm -hmm. Idaho, Alberta, Saskatchewan, um, British Columbia. I would feel mostly early. Anyway, really, uh, really nice. Just, That's uh, good. Thoroughly enjoyed. It. Well, I think Bob wants us to look at these. These are, I guess, is for Bob. I know. Let's see. Yeah, let's see these folks. Is it right? Must have been up in Wilderness Park. Where were they? Oh, oh Wilderness Park. Park. Is that where they, uh, Yeah, I think that's where they set up. Okay. Oh, yeah. Crank up. Uh, is this the old Hughes? Uh, it's the, uh, yeah. It's the Hughes aircraft. Oh, club. Yeah. What is their call sign? W six H A. H A. Okay, W six H A. They have a good uh, 440 repeater here close by. Normal. Looks like they did pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> right. How many come to Vegas? Oh, nice. That's, no, that's clever. Great. Good for them. Clever. Cherry <clears throat> pool. I'd like that to be a project I work on uh, this year for the club is build our own satellite tracking antenna. That's what uh, Brian built. Oh, it's pretty straightforward. Go for it. Yep. I guess the only expensive part is the gears. Everything else is software for free. And we can, Love it here. We can put, we can put the, uh, the arrow. Yeah, the arrow. You can use the uh, arrow for now. Let's really get a better one later. Or we put the arrow in it. Mm-hmm. Wanted to. Cool. Cool. Yeah, there are comments. 
Oh, um, I downloaded uh, NOAA Satellite 15 last night. Pretty easy if anybody's interested. Uh -huh. I can show you how to do it. But the tracking antenna would be good for that, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that more people show up next year? <laughs> Got to work on that. <laughs> well, get... I sure hope I'm not trying to get all the crap out of my in-laws storage area. In, in another year, yeah. <laughs> next year. <laughs> so I don't have to pay for it for another month. Yeah. No, no. I should mention, um, Dick Kunky and I are we're tentatively planning for the September VHF UH contest. Okay. Uh, we're planning uh, a roving team. Okay. And perhaps there'll be two or three um, three operators altogether in two or three vehicles, uh, with the intention of uh, we're going to be transporting a band system uh -huh. all the way from six meters up to uh, three gig. Wow. Good. So if anyone is interested in, uh, in doing some roving, please let either me or Dave know. Do you want to give us a presentation on what that means? Uh, yeah, we'll give that a little thought, and uh, I'll see. Send me an email. Okay. I'd love to be able to have more presentations at the club yeah. um, so we can learn about more aspects of the hobby. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Dave and I have never, we've never rode together. I've rode, but uh -huh. Dave hasn't. And so we've been talking about it online for a long time. Um, we've got all the gear and we've got the antennas. Um, and so, what the hell? Might as well do it. Uh -huh. And it's a little easier than not talking. At least yeah. the way we do it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Anybody have any other ham radio news they want to share? I'm going in the woods next week. I'm going camping to Boy Scout camp with my son, and I'm planning to bring a radio. Oh, okay. So if you want to Where you contact me, uh, Camp Chawanaki, it's at Shaver Lake, northeast of Fresno. Oh, okay. In the in the Sierra foothills. Probably in the evenings on 20 meters. Okay. Yeah, if 20 I can get my digital mode, I'll be on FT8. If not, I'll be trying. I'll be trying phone. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never do. You APRSing, dude? Uh, I don't think so. I don't have time to set that up. What's the rig? Um, FT450. Oh, okay. ASU. And then I'm, I'm borrowing the club's new um, soda beans band offer and die full antenna. That's the one you wrist rocketed? Yeah. I, I should mention this is my first time operating a K3 in, uh -huh. um, in the lower bands, and that was just a real pleasure. It, it's, a, it's a fantastic rig. Uh -huh. Yeah, we have one in the D8. That's the main radio in the D8 is a K3. Yeah, yeah, I just, um, I got mine from VHF, UHF work, but um, it was just, you know, down in the, in the lower bands, it's just a spectacular receiver. Uh -huh. That's good. Well, thank you for coming.